Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Advanced English. Today, we have a native English speaker conversation for you, and I'm joined by the one and only Greg. So welcome, Greg. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. And, you know, the reason we do this is predominantly to give you an opportunity to have listening comprehension practice, as well as to listen to the pronunciation, the connected speech that's happening, listening to our intonation and our prosody, and the emphasis we place on words, and also to learn some new vocabulary and phrases, and lastly, to get a general sense of, you know, different topics that might come across your day-to-day or some, you know, interesting topics that you can bring up for what we call dinner table conversation. So really, it's about enriching you and your language learning experience even further, right? Not just the lessons, but also these conversations. So without further ado, today's topic is all about how to be a high performer. And this can apply to different arenas in your life. It can apply to your English language learning, for example, among other things. So we're going to get into that. We'll be right back after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right. So a high performer. We probably should start off by defining what this means. Yeah. Um, you know, it's interesting because performer... When you hear that word, you think of, oh, like an acrobat, yeah, right? Oh, it's funny. I think of like an opera singer or ballet dancer. Sure. Any of those, right? Yeah. Someone on stage performing for an audience. Yes. But performance can also mean how you yourself um, complete a task, right? How, how someone completes a task. So, you know, in, in an office context, you typically will get a performance review. Yeah at the end of the year or potentially every quarter. Uh, And that performance review goes through uh, the various sort of metrics that are used to measure how well you, you know, did your job, right? So to perform well, to perform a job is to sort of basically is to do something. So a high performer is simply someone who does a job really well. Right. So if you think of like an elite athlete, They're high performers, right? And what does that entail? That's the big thing. So if you're thinking about what's the overall overarching goal here, let's say, to be a high performer, you need to backcast, meaning you need to think about, okay, in order for me to get to Z, what is my A, B, C, all the way through the letters of the alphabet to be able to get to that goal, right? And so I think, you know, there are 
many ways of becoming a high performer, but I think today we're going to just touch a, a, upon a few of them so that we can really start thinking about, you know, what are some of the characteristics? What are some of the adjectives? What are some of the, you know, descriptions of a high performer? I don't know about you, Greg, but the first one that comes to mind for me is discipline. Mm. Yeah, that, that is a good one. I, I like that. Discipline, right? Discipline, when I think of discipline, I think of the ability to, um, you know, do something regardless of how um, difficult it is, um, regardless of how many times you've done it before, right? It's the ability to sort of keep, commit to something, right? Yeah. I would say discipline is this uh, ability to get yourself to do something um, irrespective of whether or not you would like to do that thing. Right, right, right. So if you like talk to an athlete, there might be days where they're not feeling that great, but they still will get their training in, right? Yeah. They'll still do what they need to do. They'll still get in their sleep, even though they might want to go out with their friends or they might want to have that extra piece of cake or, you know, whatever it might be. They think about, okay, well, my goal is this, so what am I supposed to do to get there? I need to think about my discipline here with this. Exactly. And for, you know, someone who's not an athlete, just, you know, your typical desk jockey, as they say, mm -hmm. uh, someone who works at a desk, um, discipline could simply mean making sure that you turn off your computer at the right time yeah. at the end of the day, making sure that you get the right sleep, making sure that you stay active uh, to keep your brain sharp, uh, making sure that you're not sitting all day, mm -hmm. right? Um, taking breaks, walking taking breaks. around. At the same time, mm -hmm. making sure that you stay focused, right? When you are working, making sure that you're not distracted by things around you. All of those are things that don't necessarily come naturally to you, but you impose upon yourself in order to get uh, to perform at, a, at a, a, you know, a higher level. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's you know things to start thinking about. And with respect to your English language learning, maybe it's, you know, I'm going to listen to the Advanced English Podcast on my way to work every day, right? That might be your way of having your discipline about doing something. You know, it could be also maybe spending 10 minutes of each day writing a journal in English, right? Mm -hmm. Something like that where you're focusing on a skill and you're, you're laser focused into it and you're doing it consistently. So I think that brings me to the next one, which is consistency. Yeah, consistency yeah. is almost... Um, a subset of discipline, absolutely, right? Yeah. In that it's it's a form of discipline, doing something uh, continuously, right? Doing something. Let's um, uh, put it this way: consistency is often the differentiator um, between uh, you know someone who fails and someone who succeeds. Yeah, definitely. We'll be right back after this short break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. 
Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. So consistency actually reminds me of a meme that I see a lot um, I think is very effective. Um, and what we have in this uh, meme is a miner. Okay. And he is digging toward a pile of gems. Okay. But he can't see that pile of gems, right? So you can just see the tunnel that he's made, mm. and it's a very long tunnel. He's come a very long way. Um, but he doesn't know if he's close to the gems or not, right? right. You see the little gems at the end, um, and they're a little sort of air pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is just a tiny, tiny you know, sliver from getting there. Um, and you can see that he's turning around and giving up. Oh, no. Right? And so uh, if he had just taken two more swings with his pick, he would have hit the pile of gems and gotten the reward. Oh, my goodness. And I think that's a really good sort of metaphor for uh, consistency, right? Yeah. The people who succeed are consistent and they keep pushing. And eventually, you know, even if they're not getting the results they want up front, eventually over time that consistency will yield um, you know, the outcome that we're look, they were looking for. Yeah. Whereas giving up, you, you, know, uh, you might not actually reach that reward. Um, or you might be very close, but because you weren't consistent, you just didn't get there. Yeah, consistency is key. It's definitely one of the most important qualities to succeed in any area of life. Um, and what's interesting, I, there's a statistic somewhere, but the general sense of it was, the percentage of people who give up were actually very close to, to completing that task or to achieving that goal. So the point here is that, you know, when you feel that urge to give up, that means that you're actually really close. So keep persevering. Like, do not give in to that temptation of calling it quits because you're actually a lot closer to that goal than you think, Right. And even if the outcome doesn't turn out the way that you had thought or had fathomed that it would, all of that preparation that you did to get you to that next level is going to serve you in the next thing, for the next challenge. So don't think that that struggle was, you know, done in vain or was done without any purpose because regardless of that specific outcome, it will still serve you in the future. Yeah, often just the act of being consistent means yeah. that you're developing and getting better at whatever it is that you're iterating on, that you're repeating, right? So, um, you know, the, the most obvious example is uh, an athlete, right? Yeah. They just keep practicing at a sport. They get, you know, better and better. Um, you know, if it's soccer, you're getting better at your dribbling and your, you know, evasion tactics and so forth. So the point simply is, um, if you if you continue to do something, whether or not you get the, the desired outcome, you're building up these skills that can be applied elsewhere. Um, and what's cool is that the the experience that you develop from this consistency kind of compounds on itself. So the work output that you get from the first hour uh, or the first day or the first year of, of being consistent is then eclipsed, right? It's... Um, the, the second year, it's eclipsed by the second year of output, right? So the more consistent you are, the more yield you get from that uh, for, for a given amount of effort, which is just kind of a cool 
uh, element of being consistent. And you see that a lot with weight training, right? That's why people ask you, you know, well, they might not ask you per se, but what's your training age, right? It's very different. It's a different calculus for someone who's been training for five years, let's say at the gym strength training versus someone who's been training for 20 years, right? And just the ability to, let's say, put on muscle mass or get stronger, right? That's going to be a different situation. You cannot really compare those two people in those in those parts of their journeys because they're, it's just different, right? So that consistency does pay off because it builds on each other, on itself, right? So that's the, the, the idea there. And I always love that because it's like, okay, your goal for now might be in sight, right? Let's say we're digging, we're mining. We might not see the gems, but we're know that we know they're there, right? And then every we we inch a little bit closer and a little bit closer and a little bit closer, and that's very exciting, right? Even if we can't see the gems, um, but you can imagine that you see them, right? And even if the gems weren't there, right? The yeah. point you're making before, even if the gems aren't there, when you get to that sort of end point, hey, you're a lot stronger because you've been you know hacking away for a while. You know how to use a pick. Maybe you can take that pick and go find another place and maybe exactly. there'll be gems there. So yeah. those are those skills that you develop along the way. Right, like resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one is time management, right? Time management is definitely something that I think doesn't get enough consideration. You know, in this world of this hyper-connected, hyper-digitalized, hyper-go-go-go, um, you know, we're losing focus, we're getting more and more distracted, we have notifications left and right, messages beaming back and forth. We're just sucked into this information black hole. And it's very easy to just lose track of time or not set enough time constraints around something that we want to do. So with people who are training for something, you know, they might get up a little bit early. They might go to bed a little bit earlier just to fit in something. Right, so that yeah. that is important. Time time, time management is yeah. critical, actually, and I actually think about it more so as working smart. Right, yeah, making the most of the time that you have. Time is our most finite resource. Right, yeah. you can always make more money. Um, you can uh, always work harder, but you have a finite amount of time. Yeah. and so uh, if you really want to get the most out of your day, you need to make sure that the time you allot. Uh, to a specific task is the sort of um, minimum you need to get it done, right? If you allot yourself too much time, then you're taking away from uh, time to do something else. Yeah. Um, and time has this funny way of sort of expanding to uh, fill the task that you give it, right? Or uh, let me actually, I said that in kind of the reverse. A task uh, has the way of expanding to fill the time that you give it, right? So if you give yourself uh, two hours to write an email. You'll take those two hours, you know, you'll really, um, what's the word? Nitpick. Nitpick and, um, you know, uh, equivocate over your wording and so forth, uh, making sure the grammar's just right, and you'll probably revise it five or six times. <laughs> Look, if it's a very important email, yeah. maybe that's worth it. Yeah. In most cases, though, you don't need that much time. So if instead you just gave yourself 15 minutes to make that same email, it might not be as good, but it's probably like 80% as good. Um, And so that's good enough. And that frees up another hour and 45 minutes to do other things. So I find that top performers are very good at making the most of limited time and also creating time constraints for themselves, potentially even artificially, right? Creating their own barriers for time uh, so that they can get things done 
uh, quickly, efficiently, maybe not perfectly, but good enough. Absolutely. And I think you really hit the nail on the head with setting these artificial deadlines or due dates, because sometimes, especially if you're, you know, you're working on something that maybe is not ever done, right? It's very easy to just let it, let the task expand given the time that we have, right? But instead, if you say, okay, by next week or by next month, I'm going to achieve X, Y, Z or learn this or do that or level up in this way, then you're starting to think about, okay, I only have this much time to do that. Let me try. Let me see what I got. Let's see what the output looks like. Mm -hmm. Yep. So these are a few of the, you know, really important skills to have when you're starting to think about leveling up with your performance to create that higher output to have more stamina and endurance with the work that you're doing, right? And thinking about how to become an even higher performer than you are already. And a lot of that has to do with not just working hard, but even more so working smart and what that looks like, right? And so we talked about the discipline, the consistency, the time management skills, as well as the time constraints that we need to put in place to be able to achieve that. So I'm curious to hear from you, what are some other skills that are needed or philosophies of life to have and mindsets to have when you're trying to level up and trying to become an even higher performer than you already are? So share that with us in the community and you can share that in YouTube if you scroll down and type in your comments in the description, uh, in the comments actually. And then also in um, Spotify, you can find the community tab and share that in the Q&A. And speaking of Spotify, if you love our podcast and wherever you listen to the podcast, please be sure to leave us a nice review. You can leave up to five stars. So that really helps us out. It definitely puts a smile on Greg's face. So we want that to continue, right? <laughs> Mine as well. So thank you so much for joining us. We're going to see you in another conversation and lesson very, very soon. Until then, keep up the awesome work, and we'll see you then. All right, bye for now.